Yeah. Here we go. Had to do it for the fans, man. Hey, you know that. Think they ready, Nug? Not for what we got coming. King Corn beats be killing shit. Guess who started a podcast? Riddle me that. Nug and his boy Jersey, and we talking smack. Sports, music, and life, we talking all of that. We live in effect. Hey, yo, hey, we, we in the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, back in the building, baby. Yes, sir. Back Episode 26. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. I'm Ramir Roberts, a.k.a. Jers. James Wooder, a.k.a. Nug. And we in the chat, man. We back in the chat, baby. We got a guest in the building who just go vibe with us today. Everybody give a shout-out to Brother Malcolm. Welcome, man. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate it, man. You know, um... I know Malcolm. Uh, you know he does a lot of things with the a lot of things with the Re- Wellness Resource Center here at VCU, mm-hmm. um, trying to bring awareness to um, to our community and to our students here. So we appreciate you for that, man. Thank you. I'm really glad to be here. This is really cool. Thank yeah. you, man. Thank you. Um, shout out to uh, Nicholas Spears, man, who Definitely. joined us on our last Definitely. episode. Doctor Nicholas Spears. Doctor Nicholas. Spears. Excuse me. Yeah. 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 Um, if you didn't check that last episode out entitled Relationship Talks, uh, make sure you do that, please. Um, great conversation, man. We were, uh, just to catch you up on that, Malcolm, we were talking about, um, you know, black relationships, black love, um, and, you know, just how we feel our black queens haven't been appreciated like they should be. Right. Um, we also talked about um, the growing concern for uh, marriage and you know, long-term commitment within our community. Um, any Anything you want to say regarding that on any views you may have? I would just say that black unity is definitely something that we need to value, especially in this day and age. Um, just a lot of, you know, attempts through very powerful systems to divide and disrupt us. But, like, right. it's going to be all up to the family, you know, to really, like, get us back to those roots of, like, self-control and self-discipline and self-love that we're going to need to, like, you know, pull ourselves out of this this hole that they've dug for us and put us inside of. Absolutely, man. That was, that was, yeah, that that was, was pretty dope. insightful, my brother. And, and, I, and I think that's key because, you know, it, it starts with us. You Absolutely. know, we have to figure out how to change the narrative 100% you know and it, it it starts it starts in your own home and you know people learn from what they see uh, 100% so if people see change they'll do change yeah and that self love one is very important if you don't love yourself then there's no way you can get into a relationship where you know you and another individual you know will be healthy so you know that's key self love is key man and you know we just got to get back to that love yourself first yeah, man, he was you know he was saying a lot of a lot of gems on bro, the show, bro. Um, a lot of gems on the show, um, a lot. And you know this is that yeah. marriage season yeah, right now. Definitely. Um, you know uh, your mother in law just got married yeah. yesterday. Shout out to the pains, man. Shout out to the pains. Yeah. So it is is it's good to see a lot of people get married, especially younger uh, couples. Um, just to see like they're willing to take that lifelong commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I really appreciate uh, Doctor Doctor Nicholas Spears coming on the show. Yeah, He's shout out, shout out, shout out, young Trey too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. He brought his he brought his son in with him. <laughs> Definitely. Um, 
Nicholas Spears the third. So that was that was an insightful um, episode. Definitely. But we're gonna go into what most people say was the topic of the weekend, <laughs> I guess. Um, For sure. So we're gonna talk about this um, royal wedding. Oh man. What's what's your what's your opinion on that, man? I mean, it was you know I I didn't you know I seen people you know talking about that was a they was tuned in you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying I didn't I didn't watch it or anything like that but you know I understand the significance of it and you know all the things that come with it with you know his wife not being of you know royal blood I would say and you know all the things that came with that the you know the controversy and all this different stuff but you know at the end of the day I'll tell anybody man it's you know you marry marry who you love not who they love for you yeah you know what I'm saying so he did that, you know what I mean? I didn't know she was married before either, but that's neither here nor there. But, yeah, so, you know, my whole thing is marry who you love, man. And, you know, I heard it was really dope and all that. And, you know, guest list was crazy. You know, Elton John be at everybody royal <laughs> joint, so he performed. I see just Elba was there. For real? Yeah, he was at the wedding. Dang. I think that was the only person that I, like. That you knew, knew. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, know. you know what I think intrigues some people is that, yeah. um, you know sh- she's black you know yeah. i felt like if she if this i felt like more people were in, in tune right. in tune because right. you know she has some black heritage her mother's black yeah um so i i felt like yeah more people were i think her mom was mixed though so her maternal grandparents nah is, is, so she was her mom right, you right her mom, her mom was her black, black. Her, her mom right. had dreads right. her mom right. got a nose right. ring her mom her For mom real? black black For real? Yeah. yo her mom from cleveland I think so, yeah. Her mom from Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I think her father's black. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, her father, you know, it was just a lot of stuff <laughs> going on, just talking about yeah. the family. Um, you know, the father wasn't able to attend because of heart Health, problems. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, she doesn't really have a, a connection with her half siblings and they were trying oh, to really? put they were trying to put dirt on her name and the news and stuff like that. Um, there's actually a story that came out mm-hmm. her sister, her stepsister. Mm-hmm was ran off the road by paparazzi. What? So what happened was she was driving, and I guess paparazzi was following her, right. trying to take pictures of her and stuff like that, uh-huh. and they, they kind of ran her Yo. off the road. I, well, she wasn't driving, but she was in the car, right. and they kind of, like, hit the median or something like that. Yeah, yeah that's it's, crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. But that's how paparazzi is. Like, bro, when you, like... Bro, they cut through, dog. Yeah. They'll do anything, bro, to get yeah, next man. to you. It's, 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 cra- it's crazy. Um, There's this picture of... Um, once they got married, mm-hmm. and it's like an overview picture. Mm-hmm. So, like, this guy, I don't know, like, how he took this picture, <laughs> but, like, he's, like, literally, like, it's a shot of, like, the top of their head when they're in the vehicle. Like, it had to be they a said drone they, or something. Yeah, they was, well, he said he was on top of the castle, like, how? laying down on top of it. The, anyway, they, they said, and he just, <laughs> he waited, he waited till the car, like, yeah. was right above him. But they said, like, you know, that's, that's a multi-million dollar picture. Like, right. Can you imagine, like, that yeah you know what i'm that, saying yeah. like iconic picture you Damn. know what i'm saying um, and princess diana that's that's the prince's mom right that's his mom yes yo you know she used to listen to the fugees bro nah i didn't know that yeah she's i was watching the <laughs> drink champs episode and Proz said he met her she wrote him a, he had a show and somehow i guess she was backstage or something like that at one of these shows back in the day and wrote a note and because he he wanted to um he wanted to get her in a video Wow. And that, <laughs> of course, that didn't happen. Yeah. But 
she did write him a note and talk to him and said, you know, how much she loved, you know, the Fu- the Fuji's music and all of that. And yeah, so she was a fan, bro, of the, of the culture. And I, I think that's how culture views a lot of people who are Definitely. on some upper echelon. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, yeah, they're, they're not, not in tune right. or you know don't get don't get what's right. going on. Right. Um. That was you know, that was a lot of things that why we didn't our culture didn't connect that much with Oprah or Mm -hmm. like Bill Cosby's Mm because they were like people we looked up to at that time, but they weren't really connected to our, to our culture. Yeah, right. You're right. It's crazy how like, you know, they will be in like high positions and what have you and be like, yeah, I listen to Kanye. Yeah. I listen to Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I listen to, you know, Kanye or whoever. And, you know, our people who get into those positions, they don't want anything to do with us. Yeah. And it's like, what? Like, there's stories on, you know, Michael Jordan. Right. And, you know, you know how he doesn't, like, you know, like, rap and stuff like yeah. that. And he won't acknowledge bro, the, people. The hip-hop culture yeah. made made you, bro. Yeah. Like, the jump, man? Yeah. Let's be real, son. Like, yeah. I don't know. It yeah. is what don't, it is, though, bro. I, I'm going to segue a little bit, but yeah. I feel like, Man, all of these artists that give out that free publicity, that free advertisement, mm-hmm. wearing these brands, mm-hmm. dog, it's cheaper for you to, you know, start your own Facts. and promote your own than wear something that, you know, 30 other famous celebrities are Already wearing. You know wearing. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, how many times have we seen something that says, who wore it better and be too... too yeah. A-list celebrities with the same dress on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. all of the clothes in this world. Right. All of the designers in this world. And then you have two people with the same $50,000 dress on. Like, dog, like, you, there's seamstress. You can create yeah. your own dress, your right. own ideas. You can create your own your own pants, your own T-shirts. Like, there shouldn't be yeah. a reason why you can't go out and do your own thing. Um, True. And I, I never understood, like, why people become so enamored with yeah yeah these these brands these other brands especially when i look at stuff and it's not something that's appealing to me yeah like it'll say like a a little ass word on it, you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah and it's like bro that's not hot yeah i don't know i don't know man it's just it, it is what it is you got whatever. you got any insight on that uh, on the on the wedding on the on the culture I, I haven't been keeping up much with the wedding i don't really pay a lot of attention to like exactly. what's going on yeah you know anywhere but here i mostly just be reading and stuff but 100%. About the culture and about the brands, um, these people have just been brainwashed, you yeah. know, like to believe that this is what they need, this is what they want. And these brands have spent millions of dollars, you know, to build this image of like to be what people want, like, oh, yeah, you need this, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, in my opinion, if I had the access, you know, and the resources to make my own thing, like, I'm going to do that for sure. That's yeah. what I'm trying to get to that point. So I don't have to like go, you know, f- to someone else for something that isn't exactly what I want. True true and you know to to segue off of what you just said I, I see you wear your stuff a lot and i'm like when you like it must be like so freeing to be like you know what i'm saying when you walk out and somebody you know may, whether they say something or not will look at like your shirt or something be like yo that's hot you know what i'm saying or actually tell you that and you know what i'm saying it's it, you you put in the man hours and what have you to make that you know what i'm saying come and to life i so. think it comes from wanting to be accepted that's you know mm-hmm. you know you ever notice when you wear something that's you know expensive name brand that's when you get recognition from your peers true i like that outfit i yeah. like that shirt yeah you know what i'm saying but yeah. 
you know, it's about being, it's right. about what you like and you being comfortable with what you have yeah. on, you know, and, you know, when I was in high school, maybe in college, you know, people pay attention. I'm, you know, I'm grown now. Yeah. You know. Oh, we was branded you know, when, out. When you called me today, where was I at? You was at, uh, you was at Salvation Army, Goodwill. Yeah, I was Goodwill. at, I was Goodwill. at Goodwill. Goodwill, yeah. You know, like, there's, there's <laughs> nice stuff there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I you mean, know, there's stuff that you buy yeah. for whatever that course, I get man. in the same store. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Four bucks, five bucks. You yeah. know, it's Vanity is such a such a thing right now that's ridiculous, man. It's just crazy. Everybody want to be in the top brands and all this different. We used to be branded out, man. It was nothing. It was crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And, you know, for some people, that's, you know, that's that's what they love. That's what makes them happy. It's all about. It's validation yeah. too, sometimes yeah. for like people who like, if you feel like you've reached a certain level of success, like having certain brands in like Gucci and Fendi mm-hmm. and Givenchy and all these different, you know what I'm saying? It's validation. A lot of times they feel like, you know, I made it to a certain place. So this is yeah. what I should be. Um, what I should be rocking. Getting back to the wedding. <laughs> yeah. What Mal- brother Malcolm said. Yeah. He's absolutely right. It's not a major concern to me. No, nah, it's not. Um, you know, their wedding has no importance, influence on my right. life, on my culture. Right. I'm happy for them. Yeah. You know, they found love, yeah. you know, for each other. Yeah. I don't know what kind right. of exactly. implications this might have, you know, for yeah. the future of the country yeah. or of, of England Zero. or whatever. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's but, like, you know, it's you know cool. I mean? It's cool. I mean, because his the way it works is his, his brother's up next and then Facts. it's you if something happens to your brother. So, Facts. like. You're like yeah. second tier, bro. Yeah. It's crazy how that that hierarchy works, bro. Like, Cause you know he's a prince, right? <laughs> yeah. And the kids of his brothers are princes, so you're equal with your with brother's them. kids. Damn. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like that's where you fall in line, bro. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you the second oldest son. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, Monarchies are weird. Yeah. I don't yeah, really like to think yeah. about it because it makes you think about colonialism. Yeah. Yeah. But you know every. It's, it was this one picture that mm-hmm. everybody's starting to put up for motivation. Now is really getting on my damn nerves. What one? It's this picture of Meghan Markle, and she's at Buckingham Palace when she was 15 years old. And they're like, 22 years later, right? you know, you'll be marrying well, yeah, the prince. You know what I'm saying? So it's like right. it's like motivation. Like, like you know, they put a little, they put, they, they put a, they put a, I forgot what the caption said, yeah. but it was like, you know, 20 t- 22 years from now, you can be, Whatever you what? you know, who like, aspires for that? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, like they taking it. That's taking it far because at the end of the day, it's about love and marriage. Yeah. Who's aspiring to be that? Like, seriously, I know she didn't wake up one day and was like, "This is what I'm gonna do." You know what I'm saying? Like, she not she didn't aspire to be a duchess. Like, come on, man. Let's be clear. She did not. Um, question for you: How do you feel about <laughs> just think about yourself, current stature? How do you feel about like marrying somebody of that privilege? Some of that, yeah. If I was you talking like how do I feel about marrying a princess or something? Like yeah, that? I don't know. Like you're just you know yeah. just just you. you it know would have saying? to. I would have to love her. I don't really care about like their status or yeah. anything. I mean that does come into it because yeah. at the end of the day, like you know, we will be one person in the eyes of the law, and like all of our belongings will be the same, but. I don't know. We, I mean, it's, it's the just, fame and stuff. I don't know. It'd it's be just a lot weird because your life is the way you go about life isn't going to be the yeah, same. Yeah, you'd have you to know? change. Yeah. I mean, but that comes with any marriage, honestly. Yeah. So it would just be like the level of change that yeah. you're willing to commit yeah. to. Like, you're not going to go to the grocery store by yourself. It's going to be like, <laughs> no, six no. Guys you get you. the groceries brought to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, don't leave yeah. the house. You know. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know, man. I think you I just know. go to cucumber sandwich parties all the time. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, like what what kind of responsibilities will she have? Like, will she just right. be able to live her life as yeah. a normal person? I don't know. Right. I don't know what. That's, and, but, and, that's and, the whole thing. and what people don't know, like, she's a a, a actress and a pretty yeah, a damn model. good. Oh actress, yeah, she is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I, Suits was one of my favorite shows. You know, at mm. one time, mm. like, and she was one of the main characters on Suits. You know. Yeah. Um. So like, just to. You know, she right. she kind of had a career. Still, yeah, she is she still gonna be able to? Nah. Yeah. Like, uh, like, and would you would you take her seriously if she wanted a role? Like, yeah, for sure. Look right, at her that, resume. Right. Take right, that's but that's the thing. Are they gonna look at the resume or are they gonna look at the fact who who she is? If if look if this was a man, I you know, in the same position, in that, in that film or that TV show, chain, and you gonna say Meghan Markle? Gonna say uh, the Duchess. Prince, the Duchess of Sussex? I don't know, cause. Oh no! Yeah, I'm I'm happy for him though, man. Yeah. I'm I'm you know, yeah. Marriage is always good, you know. You know, we went yeah. through it recently. Yes, sir. Know. We coming up on one years actually, man. Yeah, man. bro. Time go by fast, bro. Yep, mine's coming God. up. Uh, oh, y'all are married? Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. That's cool. So I got married July 29th last year. Wow! Congratulations. Yeah, man, I got married uh, September 24th, man. Yeah. yeah. So talk about that. It's different. It's different. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's di- you just. My thing is, you know, we you just move different because you know you're not alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you are not alone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, somebody you have to be accountable for another person just as they do you. So it's just it's just different in that aspect for me really and you know, it's been good though, man. I've been having fun, man. Really. Yeah, man. It's I just hate people keep asking me how's married life going, bro. Like when when is it gonna get to the point where y'all stop asking me that? Like, I feel like nothing changes like yeah. around you, but yeah. within you something yeah. changes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like when you and I f- <laughs> and like when people ask me and I don't make it a big deal, I feel like they think like you know what I'm saying like I really don't like yeah. care or something. It's just like bro, people keep asking me and like I'm starting and to see, lose. It's kind of like when people at work ask you, yeah, like. How you doing? Like they're really just they're really just being cordial, yeah. but they're not really concerned. Right. Like, like if I said she was whooping my ass. Yeah. Like good morning. How you doing? Like, I'm doing good. Do How like you? That? I'm doing oh, fine. And right. then conversations over. They're just trying to. They don't give a fuck. It, bro. It, you know, it's that default question to just like, <laughs> you know, initiate a conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah. I really care what they you don't say. Care, bro. <laughs> like if you be like, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. She makes me do this. <laughs> And that, yeah. As soon as I get home, I'm gonna take out the trash. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Man, but, I, but, I'd um, just be interested to ask like married people because I don't know. My parents are married, you know. Of course, uh, I mean not necessarily, of course, but thank God. <laughs> 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 but I just, uh, I don't know. I'm interested in that because I, I feel like that's a part of my future. So I like True. to see like what people have to say about it. Yeah. yeah, and and you know it's it's different for it's different for every you know a lot of different people. Um, yeah. Based on your experience with marriage, so mm-hmm. my parents weren't married. My parents still, still aren't married. Um, I'm a only child. I grew up an only child, so mm. you know the way I view marriage yeah. of sharing something is very is is probably more difficult than someone who grew up with siblings yeah. or different from someone who see who seen what marriage looks like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, everybody. I think. Yeah, I agree with you. And you, but one thing, 
my mother watched a lot of like those marriage movies. Bruh, so it's kind of like got me too, bro. It's kind of like I kind of like took and see that Pieces, that's the thing. Yeah. I I I I use everything as Mm-hmm. as experience as a learning mm-hmm. lesson i take pieces from every aspect of life and i put it together and try to f- see where that could fit in in my own so mm-hmm. you know like i'll watch a movie and i'll say oh that's how you do something you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying it's a lot of stuff i didn't know growing up yeah that i had to learn on the way i didn't know men were supposed to pump their uh wipe gas yeah i didn't yeah. know we were supposed to walk on the outside of the street like these yeah. were things if a car I'd, jumped the street yeah, yeah these were things yeah. i had to learn right. along the way and these were things that my wife didn't know as well right. you know she didn't know that i was supposed to walk on the outside of the street she didn't yeah. know i was supposed to pump the gas yeah. you know so it was when i found out these things it was, was kind of different i talked to um 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 one of my family friends yesterday who've been married for 20 years this year mm-hmm. and the biggest thing that I got from the conversation is that at no point will you know exactly what marriage is and what to do. You always going to be learning, man, because mm-hmm. it's going to be shifts in you and it's going to be shifts in her. And y'all got to figure out a way to keep it together through all of that. Because when kids come and all the stuff that comes with them, their personalities, their own baggage, you have to you have to, you know, be able to navigate all of those things. And he's like, Bro, I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's been good days, it's been bad days, but we keep it real with each other and you know what I'm saying, it's it's good. So my whole thing with it is I love to laugh. So I feel like the more laughter I keep in my relationship, it it helps it. You um, know. And this do you know why I'm I wanted to push for last episode to be entitled Relationship Goals? Was it's it? because we didn't talk about other people's relationships. We talked about our own. Ours, yep. And that's the thing. Society <clears throat> look at relationship goals at other people's relationships. Mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? And most of the time those relationships don't last. True. You know? True. Um Black China and <laughs> Rob or who you know, whoever well, it is. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They they're always comparing Yeah how they want their relationship to be. And to you don't other, know these people, people at all. You know I, what n- I never forget this comedian said, you oh, know, yeah. celebrities get divorced all the time. Mm-hmm. It's because they have options. <laughs> like I'm a, I'm rich. So us being together really doesn't matter to me. Cause I still got money. Oh, and I'm attractive. You know what I'm saying? I can go get somebody else. Like the best relationships be ugly people. Cause they know if they leave, <laughs> they ain't got, they ain't got nobody else. Like, like, yeah, whatever. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Get your ass over here. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. You ugly. Like, ugly. like they be having the yeah, best relationship because crazy. they know they got to work through things. Yeah. Cause it ain't no other, ain't no, yeah. ain't no options up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I go into my, my situation like it ain't no option like i'm out <laughs> here don't nobody else want me Facts. i'm i'm gonna do whatever Facts. i gotta do to make this thing work. speaking speaking of relationships though bro the texas shooter bro oh the bro. texas shooter dog you know one of the articles said uh it was it was the mother of one of the victims mm. she was like the re- one of the reasons or what spearheaded him shooting at the school was her his he had been trying to to get her daughter to date him for like forever right so one day she got tired of him asking so she said they said she stood up in the middle of class and was like bro i'm not gonna date you like we not going out because he dated one of her friends Mm -hmm. and her mom told her never date your friend's exes Mm -hmm. he didn't know that of course so he just went bonkers they always say he was a quiet kid he came in they said this man was was talking to herself while he was shooting in the classroom said it was um it was students that was barricaded in like a closet 
said he came up with the with the with the shotgun and shot through the door and was like surprise. I'm like, yo, he was he was bugging. That's crazy, man. Bro, I was bugging. What did this person look like? Didn't oh, look like didn't, didn't look did like not us. look like us. Not even a shade. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? Yeah. They said his Facebook page all yeah. he posted was guns. For real, talk about guns and stuff like that. Hmm. How old is this man? Like what? Seventeen? Yeah. Yeah, seventeen. Yes. Years old. And you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I told somebody <laughs> getting a you know I I you know. Me and my wife, we have guns. We were, you know, my my stepdad. He's from the country, so he gave us two guns as a wedding gift. But thanks, what, Dad. Yeah. But what, <laughs> but what I wanted to tell the, the part of the story I wanted to say is, it's easier to get a gun Bruh, than it, it is to get a job. Driver's license, Oops. a marriage license, bro. Gee, the ch- you know, how, me and my wife just moved. You know how much we had to do to uh, change our mailing address? Yeah. Jeez, my stepdad gave me a gun. Told me go to Cabela's and fill out this form. And that's it. That was it. That <laughs> was just you know, and about that's that. you know, it's yeah. it's two types of things. It's two types of uh, resources for. I mean, you know, registration for a gun. You have to register the gun, mm-hmm. and then you can get a permit if you want to carry. Carry. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to carry, you don't have to get that. You get what I'm saying? Right. So our guns stay at home for protection of our home. Right. So that's so that's usually what happens. The gun is registered, mm-hmm. but the parents don't have a carry. But the Child knows there's a weapon at home. Yeah, so it was when his dad's guns. yeah, so then when something yeah. happens, at crazy, you know, and I feel like all parents should be aware. Like, yeah. if you know your if you know your child's not a little bit off, yeah, you gotta remove those guns from the house. Yeah, but I don't know. But I, still, like you know, I don't know the dude. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know where his mental was at. I don't know how much that heart broke him for that girl to stand up in class and be like, I'm not rocking with you but, in front of everybody. That's embarrassing. But to go out that's, and like yeah, yeah. feel you have, you know, right. the need to take someone's right. life because right. you feel embarrassed. My th- right. My whole thing was But that's all you, you know You was embarrassed. You know, I'm not gonna say a, her uh, her death was justified, but you had a problem with her, but you still like he shot a officer, he was shooting at teachers, like he beat bro bugged out. But being a Caucasian young male, yeah. he's going to be considered mental illness. Oh, 100%. If that was mentally a, unstable, you know how they go. You know, you know, if that was a young black man, he was he'd be dead by now. Yeah. Bruh, he they had armed officers at the school, bruh. They supposedly had a plan. They were prepared for active shooters. He shot a whole cop, bruh. Let that have been a young black boy. We don't shoot up no school, bro. Bruh, we would have got shot 52 times. On site. I've never heard of a black person. No, and I'd have been let you wear a trench coat to school every day, like they said he did. In Texas. They go bruh. In Texas. It's hot as hell. They watching your ass. Believe that. Dog. Come on, man. I'd have been to I done seen everything in the school, man. I done seen fights. I done seen yeah. bullying to the extreme. Yeah. I done seen we done seen it all. Yeah. Nobody bringing no bruh. weapons. Ain't nobody bringing no hammers, bruh. We're going to straight hands. What's good with it? See me outside. Facts. Three o'clock. Let's go. And it was great. I was talking to, um, <laughs> I was talking was to, uh, one of my friends, he was telling me a story about, he grew up in the country mm. and how like they used to go hunting before they went to school in the morning. So like, so like the school, the school had yeah. a closet where the students were like bring their, so like, bring, like lock up their hunting guns and then they'll get them when they got 
when school was over at the end of the day. Like, that's how they used to do back in the day. Like, because, you know, like, during hunting season, the best time to go was, like, you know, 5, 6 right. in the morning. So school starts at 745. They used to leave straight from the woods, go straight to school. But they Bruh. still used to have the guns in the in their cars. And then the school had a, like, had a place where they could lock up the weapons. What? And then they used to retrieve them once the school day was over. What? Yeah. Let somebody do some wild shit to you during the day. <laughs> and you got to go get your gun after school. They let you, like, right after school. Bro, you in that student parking lot wilding. It's crazy. Come man. on, son. <clears throat> That's crazy. I never heard of that before. Where was this? Um, um, I was ready to say Goochland. But somewhere, like. In the country. Yeah, somewhere. You know, in Virginia? Virginia? Yeah, in Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. When was this? Um, <laughs> This might have been 90s. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But it's it's you know these shootings is it's getting it's and you know hand, I, I understand you know I understand people I understand how you know NRA how people are upset with the NRA but mm. like it's deeper than that. Yeah. yeah. What what can change this? Yeah. Because I feel I feel I understand people should be able to bear arms. Right. I understand that, but. What regulations can be done to prevent this? And the, re- the reason I say this because, like, if you have some psychological issue issues, like, you can kind of manipulate that by taking a test. You know what I'm saying? You remember when we first got jobs and you used to give us the strongly agree, strongly disagree questions? Yeah. Like, we knew what we wanted to say, right. but we knew what the correct answer, answer was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you, see, if you see your best friend at the grocery store stealing, w- do you tell the supervisor? I don't care. Yeah, bro. you know what I'm saying. Like, but we know what the correct right. answer is. You know, what no I'm comment. And, and see, like, <laughs> neutral. <that's, laughs> if they put in some type of psychological test to make sure yeah. you're uh, equipped or knowledgeable to, you know, carry. Yeah. Like, people, bro, you can manipulate yeah, that because people it's pass on, lie right, detector tests though. Right. Like, and you can't. You know, you can't use a lie detector test in court. Yeah. There are countries that do this successfully. Like Japan, right. mm-hmm. you know, we can look at their models and see how they do it. Like it's very rigorous and they take it very seriously and they don't have this kind of thing happen. So like it's not like it's not possible. Mm-hmm. It's just no one's, you know, in power is really willing to fight the powers, mm-hmm. you know, to make it happen. I think it's because we live in a country that is so, you know, monetary value is so important 100%. in our in our society i feel like if you can make a buck off something they're going to try to sell it you know we look at marijuana now like <laughs> they're like look this this thing is this thing is hot yeah. we got to make this thing legal yeah. it's been hot yeah, right you know right <laughs> right but my and with that like let them let them let them offenders that been caught up with weed and all that you got to let them out bro this ain't right yeah this is not right they knew it wasn't right when they did it 100% but they know how much they can tax weed and do all that. Same thing with alcohol when they did that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, man. Yep. Prohibition all, and all that. Right. Yep. Come on, man. Because they didn't know. People was making it illegally. Yeah. You, they want to get all of it, be able to tax it all. They get that money back. And Come on, man. Like, you ever um, looked at that ABC tax? Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Shit, we went to, um, <laughs> we went to, 
New Orleans for our honeymoon last year, and um, it's the popular drink in New Orleans is called the Hurricane. Mm-hmm. So there was this whole store like they that's have dark. A, yeah, but they have but they have a. a oh, they, that is. Yeah, I didn't. Uh. But actually, it was it was called the Hurricane way before. But they oh, have okay, a okay. they have a like they have a um like a little info sheet about why it's called the Hurricane. You know, during Prohibition, they were they were illegally sneaking in gin. Mm. Because you know they couldn't get a hold of vodka, and they were sneaking in rum. Gym, na- so, gin nasty. Bro. You know, so they used these two mixtures of drinks, uh-huh. and they bottled them up, and you know different types of bottles, mm. and they created the hurricane. It was called the hurricane back then during prohibition. Okay, so um, that's not a recent. Drink. Yeah, yeah, okay. not, yeah, not a Cause recent. Because he said that's dark, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah it kind of is. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah, it's probably the old. Took on one. a different connotation yeah. as time went on. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, man, but it's just, it's just crazy, man. But and then it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, can you imagine like you're in jail in Colorado? You got arrested in Colorado, and now people are smoking what you were selling. They got farms, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, Shawnee O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal's mm-hmm. um ex-wife. Uh-huh. She's she's in the business now, and she has her old she has her oldest son in the yeah. business with her. For real? Yeah. Dang. She 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 made me mad the other day because she said I want something to leave my kids. You was married to Shaq. They good. <laughs> they don't need no more money. They Thanks. yeah. They Come good. On, you could not work for the rest of your right. life. They good. Right, bro. On every commercial on TV, bro. Yeah, and he and Shaq real too. Shaq yeah. owned Shaq first house when he was when he was with Miami was a two hundred fifty thousand dollar house. That's not bad. Like that's wow. Like Shaq didn't do dumb stuff with his money. Nah. Like nah. You know what I'm saying? Like Shaq. Um, Cause you know he's from he's from Jersey. Yeah. You know where I'm from. When he got drafted, he bought his mom a Forerunner, which was like a ten thousand dollar car. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he wasn't Practical. like yeah. Scotty Pippen brought a plane that didn't work. That right. didn't have no engine in. Facts. You Dumb know what man. I'm saying. Like dumbass. You know what I'm saying. And yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I think it was I think it was a couple million dollars. Bro, it was. He lost all that money. Yeah, too. he lost all that money because you can't sell it back. It don't have an engine, bro. Yeah, and you can't buy it after you don't bought the whole plane. Like. Come on, man. Yeah. But um, you know, pray for those kids Definitely, and man. Pray for those kids and those families. Yeah, shout out JJ Watt too. Yeah, JJ Watt is always Bro, he's he's yeah. The only thing I'll say this. I wish that people put forth the the efforts nationwide. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like JJ Watt, he's a great dude, but I feel like it's only when it's right when it hits home. Right. You get what Same I'm saying? Same thing we was talking about before when we were talking about the man of the year situation yeah. and all that. Same thing I said when when JJ Watt is up for it, he battling that regional yeah. issue. Colin Kaepernick was battling, like I said, a world issue. Same yeah. thing you saying. And see, Just, that's like you know, um, you know, I did the March for Dimes walk this mm-hmm. year. You know, some people's asked me, you know, did I lose a child? Mm-hmm. No. I want to support this call. It has I don't I don't know anybody who's lost a child who had a you know, premature child, or right. pre, you know, I'm just supporting this cause. And I feel like most athletes support causes that affect them. Most people support causes that affect them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to get involved when things don't affect you personally. True. You know, my mom has can My mom has breast cancer. I support breast cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, you why, know, why not support? Yeah, I don't cancer? know anybody with breast cancer. Right. I support breast cancer because, you know, I don't know anybody in Houston, Texas, but if, if if I had that fi- if I had that financial state, I'll still still support. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like people should give support 
even when it doesn't matter. You know, people donate that 50 cents a day mm-hmm. for them dogs they never seen. True. For them kids they never seen. I don't know where that money going. You know what I'm saying? You're right. Um, You're it right. is what it is, but yeah. Pray for the families. Pray for the kids. Um, Santa Fe uh, High School. Um, you know, they'll be talking about it in, in the news for you the next right whatever. But next um, until something, so something else stupid happened. Till Kanye say something else, or Trump tweet something else, or whatever. And um, it's kind of like the Golden Gate Bridge situation, where mass shootings. It's kind of like people do it because they see other people being successful. Mm-hmm. You know, the Golden Gate Bridge is the number one place, number one destination for committing suicide. And the reason is because it's the highest success rate. I want to say hundred percent, if I'm not sure. What? You know, what I'm saying if. If, Who's doing this research? If you know, you know, one of my, you know, one of my colleagues mm. here at the university told me that if you know someone committed suicide by jumping from here, and someone else did it, and they were both successful, you're gonna do it from there because the the one fear about committing suicide it's mm-hmm. actually surviving. You don't want to survive. You don't want to be paralyzed or brain dead. You you want, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And see, the thing is, is like okay, I, this person did a mass shooting in Florida. How do they do it? I want to, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's, it's, it's sad to say, but now schools have to have a preparation plan mm-hmm. in place for something like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We never, I know when you went to school and when I went to school, we never practiced no active shooter drill. We used to practice that hurricane joint. Bruh. Every, <laughs> every, every, every two every, months it felt like bruh. we getting under the desk, we curling up. Yeah. We ain't never had to worry about no active shooter, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Nobody had time. Um, you know, on to a uh, more positive um, yeah. conversation. Let's talk about this uh, NBA Conference Finals a little bit. Um, that might be positive. Yeah, depending yeah. on what side you talk about it from. Um, I think it's I think it's nah, overall it's, positive. It's I good. think it's overall it's positive. Good. It's entertaining. Yeah. Um, you know, in the Eastern Conference, we have the um. I was ready to say Miami Heat. We have <laughs> we have the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Boston Boston Celtics, yeah. uh, number two seed versus number three seed. Um, Boston is leading the series two one right now. Um, they won both at home, and Cleveland won the first game in Ohio. So so far, which which I think, man, I think that uh, I think Boston still gonna win the series. Me personally, mm-hmm. because regardless of what games LeBron get help in, you know what I'm saying he's still having to do too much. You know what I'm saying this is one of the, this is the worst team. We was talking about it. Mm-hmm. Which team? This team is the worst team, bro, because they can't activate, bro. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm think yeah. I think this is the worst team. Worst team because they don't have that attitude. Right. They can't like th- like the guys. Yeah. LeBron played with back then. Delonte mm-hmm. West, Booby Gibson. Mo Williams, they had that. They was, they, was they had they had that attitude. Like, I know I'm good. I know I'm a star. Mm-hmm. Regardless if I score six points or twenty six points, mm-hmm. I'm gonna play my same type of game. Right. I feel these guys kind of like a little passive, mm-hmm. and they these guys are more dependent on LeBron. They and they still they still in that stage because you gotta understand they just made a huge switch mm-hmm. middle of the season. They still enamored with the fact that. This is LeBron James I'm standing beside, yeah. that who I'm playing with. I don't really understand what I'm supposed to do. That's why when we see J.R. Smith do the things J.R. Smith used to do, it's like, well, we need more of that because these young guys don't understand what it's like 
to actually play my role and be vested in my role, even though I'm playing beside the greatest player possibly to ever play the game. Um, and I think the difference is talent and actually having IQ to go along with that talent. You know, a lot of people could play ball. A lot of people could play ball. Yeah. But the IQ part is how you fit into different situations. Right. You know, you know how when you see a player and he's he's an average mediocre player, then when he gets somewhere, he gets goes to a new team and mm. he's way better. Mm. It's because he was put into the right system. 100%. But when you're a good player, you could put me with Sam, <laughs> Jason, and yeah. Ronnie from yeah. that pickup game the other day. Yeah. And I'm going to be just as good with them as I am with these guys. It's, you know, it's IQ. Facts. You got to be able to adjust. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able – because sometimes you, you get in situations where players get injured, players get hurt, players get in foul trouble, and you got to be able to fit in where you can. True. You know what I'm saying? And I – I think that's one of the things they have a lot of talent, right? But these guys don't have that IQ to be able to adapt, right? What do you think? What do you think, Malcolm? I can't really speak on this. I mostly just watch basketball because it's fun. I don't know a lot about like, you know, the dynamics of the teams and like the plays and stuff. But, but yeah, <laughs> LeBron James, he he got it. LeBron James, he got LeBron it. James, and <laughs> see. Um, that what's going to happen is if or when they lose, mm-hmm. they're going to blame him. Of course. <laughs> you man. know what I'm saying? Because like, they're going to say he was the GM. He he orchestrated everything. He got him here. So, well, he can't win. Stupid. That was the case. LeBron told everybody he didn't want Kyrie to go. And he begged them not to trade Kyrie. True. At least don't. At least. And then, well, he said, if y'all going to trade him, at least give me Drew Bledsoe. You mean Eric Blesser? Yeah, that's what I meant. I was I like, said Drew Blesser. I said, who's Drew Blesser? Bro, I did it. So so this happened last round. Uh, Not last round. This happened first round. Yeah. When um, <laughs> um, um, Terry Rozier was doing an interview, mm. oh, and they yeah. asked him about Eric Bledsoe, and he said Drew Bledsoe. Oh, And then shit. last round, when they played the Sixers, uh-huh. Drew Bledsoe was at the game, yeah. but he was wearing the Terry Rozier yeah. jersey. And he did a post-game interview. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is yep. wild. Bro. And I just did it. Yeah, that was yeah. crazy. Yep. Scary Terry, bro. He going to be he, hey, he going he going to end up going to a team and that's going to be his team. That boy and see, bad. And see the thing I like about Brad Stevens, Brad Stevens is that kind of coach that he doesn't treat you differently because you're a star. He makes mm-hmm. everyone feel like a star. And everyone on that team plays like a star. Yeah. And they remind me of the Golden State Warriors where everyone on that team they care about the overall team success, not the overall, right. not their overall success. And the reason, so going back to the uh, last series when the Cleveland Cavaliers was playing, um, they weren't playing Tristan Thompson as much. And Tristan Thompson was cool with that because he, whatever was best for the team, he was cool with that. He started playing late in the series. So then when he started playing, Rodney Hood wasn't playing no more. So then they were up by 20 points. They told Rodney Hood to go in the game. What did he say? Nah. He said no. You know why? Because he's more focused on his individual success than the overall team success. If I know I play three minutes and we win the game, and if I know I play 30 minutes and we lose the game, I want to do what's best for the team. Um, And you got to get you got to get players that fit into that. Mm -hmm. And and I feel like that's more you know team success is more important than anything else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like. You look at the best teams in the league all the time. They usually have guys that are all about the team. 
Unselfish, man. Unselfish dudes. Yeah. And regardless of talent, you notice those dudes always stay in the league longer. That's true. Because if you can't get along with the star player, I know you're not going to get along with the coach. I know you're not going to get along with the trainer, the towel boy. Because if you can't get along with the people Mm. that, you know, you depend on to be successful, you're not going to get along with these other people. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's why people... You know, like I said, in life, man, you know, great personalities, people who are willing to learn and grow from others. Yeah. They're more likely to have more influences on other people in life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to always say, like, um, when we were in college, me and uh, Sean P. Yellowchild, we used to say, like, nice dudes finish last. But now that I've gotten older, like, people, like, behind your back, people really talk good about you. Yeah. People really respect you. People really big you up. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that. I didn't really know that. Like, I always thought just, you know what I'm saying, just being a good person would would be good enough. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I put in enough work, I'm going to get to where I want to be. So until that day, me and you was at um, – we, we were at your dinner. Um, yeah, yeah. Your and breakfast. You, and, yeah, uh, and you came to me and you was talking about uh, somebody who had spoke on me. And I was like yeah. – I'm just sitting there like, wow, I ain't seen this person in I don't know when. Like, so it could have been a situation where – you know what I'm saying? I ain't seen them in this this amount of time. They can say whatever they want about me because they know they're not going to see me. It ain't going to be no problem. They could have said whatever they wanted. You and know just to mean? break it down to you, Malcolm, uh, I ran into um, somebody that knew my best friend from maybe almost 10 years ago. And I was like, oh, you know, you might know my friend James. James, what are you like? Oh, amazing, man. You know, he spoke so highly of his personality, the type of person he was. Mind you, they're not you know close friends they haven't spoken in almost a decade but just to see that you know people respect who you are and people remember what type of imprint you leave on their lives so yeah. you know that was that was a great moment for me and for him as well so yeah but rodney hood a sucker for not going in for them them couple minutes bro <laughs> he is man to me yeah. at the end of the day i don't i wouldn't care you know what i'm saying but to me it seemed like it's one of those situations where you know he ain't really reached where he want to reach by himself yet so he feel like nah yeah. I ain't nah. Yeah. so that was whack yeah so we gonna get on to this last brief topic yeah. um you know we was listening to his music um yeah. you know before before we did this podcast but we gonna drop this uh we gonna drop this news for you right now go ahead drop that news man bruh on June 3rd we gonna have a homie Monday night up in his joint yes sir in the chat podcast Bro is out here steaming, bro. Yeah. Every Monday, dropping heat. He ain't, yo, he ain't letting up, bro. He applying that pressure, real talk. And he from Virginia, but he he don't sound like yeah. he from, like, his sound, bro, is so 90s, New York, gritty, yeah. all about the bars, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's, yeah, bro ill. Yeah, man. So make sure y'all check out his SoundCloud page, Monday Night Music. That's one word, Monday Night Music, man. Right. He got some he got some fire, man. That do your thing joint. What? That joint tough. You got to check out that uh that Get Money remix, that, that Get Money. Wrong freestyle. Yo. Yo. He he after it, man. Like what, what you think me. of his style, Malcolm? We listened to him before the show. Yeah, that was actually really nice. Um really clear delivery. He had some nice storytelling in there too. I'll be interested to meet him and see like what his process is. Yeah, man, That's and it's hard. you know, you know, we went to uh, college with his brother, and um, 
his brother kind of had that, yeah. you know, urban feel to him. Yeah. You know, his brother's a big Dipset, Bro, Jim Jones you could, fan. That's, so. that, you could see that's where they, they inspired from. Yeah. Like, that Dipset, that Dipset is real to them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because I, yeah. I, I think when it comes to music, it's more about you associate yourself with the music, but mm-hmm. the people that authenticate that music as right. well. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. are you talking what you're saying or are you just saying right. it? You right. know what I'm saying? Like, when you say, I did this, did you actually do that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, our, you know, like like he spoke to, man, clarity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to, you know, that's one thing about, I'll say like, you know, up north rap is mm-hmm. that the clarity was more precise. Definitely. You, you, un- you, you hear what yeah, we were saying. Yeah. You understood what we were saying. You got yeah. what we were saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have to um, listen to it again or yeah. slow it down or pause it to try to think of what yeah. we said. You know what I'm saying? You might yeah. not get everything. It might yeah. be some stuff that go over your head. Yeah. But I like you, the, you I, understood the concept. I like to I like to replay records, especially when I get that bar. And I'm like, yeah. ooh. And I replay it for that bar. But then when you listen to the bar and you get the you get the punchline of it and you like, yo, that double meaning is crazy. Like it could mean this or it could mean this yeah. at the same time. Like I love that. Like wordplay. Oh, oh man. man. Monday night when he was talking about O D Lynn Bias, bro, I was like, like bro, these dudes ain't If I don't get it, then my man buy it. What? I was like, look, they ain't they, they ain't feeling that, man. Yo. But um, yeah, man, we got Monday night music coming up. Definitely. We got a lot of special guests coming up. Definitely. Uh, we want to thank Brother Malcolm for uh, rocking with us Absolutely. today. We appreciate that, my brother. Yeah, of course. Um, and as always, I'm Ron Mayor Roberts, a.k.a. Jers. James Woodard, a.k.a. Nug. And we in the chat. In the chat. In the chat. Guess who started a podcast? Riddle me that. Nug and his boy Jers, and we talking smack. Sports, music, and life, we talking all of that. We live in effect, ayo, we, we in the, the chat. chat. Boy.